Hello and welcome. It's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. I was trying to encourage Jim to start the episode today, but he's hesitant. And so we're going to shift to the girls talk with our special guest today. It's Patty Mara. Hello, Patty. How are you? I'm wonderful, Lucy. Good to be with both you and Jim. Well, we're glad to have you here. You look like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> we well, like your passion you. already. Well, Patty, today's topic is your specialty is the change and how to embrace the change, especially for business owners, because it's often difficult for business owners from our experience and from your experience to even see the opportunity and the need to change. Because, you know, you get in a flow and you kind of try not to sway away from the direction, right? So tell us, what is it about the change that is so difficult for business owners? Well, it's a great question, Lucy, because really change is always a challenge. Change means you're leaning into or moving in the direction of um, something you don't know. Changing how you do things, changing how you set up things, you know, changing your team, changing your marketplace, changing your communication, any type of change. I mean, listen, change is either driven because something goes wrong that forces us to change, or we have a powerful vision of what we want to accomplish, and we move forward into the change because that vision is driving us. And most of us have some combination of both of those at different given times. But, but change is a challenge because really and truly, we all can make decisions based on what we know today, our experience today. I like to say that all growth happens on the sh shoulders of what we've done in the past. It's what we get, it's our context, what we get to lean from. And by do, taking on a bigger goal or adapting from something that went wrong or a crisis or challenge that we're dealing with, it means that we have to start, based on what we know, make decisions towards, towards where we want to get to. And that means taking a little bit of a leap of faith, some small, some large, to do things we've never done before and almost embrace that we're going to learn as we go. Wow. That sounds wonderful. But as, as you talk about change, we know that more than 70% of change programs fail. <laughs> what does that say for the for most of us who ordinary human beings, so to speak, who have these things we want to do? Every January 1st, we want to lose weight. We want to build our businesses faster. Uh, we want to uh, quit smoking. We want to do all these things. But then comes uh, June 15th or 16th, and here we are still ready to reevaluate our goals for the next year. Absolutely. I've certainly participated in all of what you just said, Jim. <laughs> and, you know, there's some, there's, I've read some really interesting books and, and there was a good article a couple of years ago about, you know, around the January 1st resolutions for the year. And um, change requires a different structure. Um, I love uh, Ben Hardy's book, Willpower Doesn't Work. Right. If you want to change something, if we rely on willpower, we're going to be in the scenario, Jim, you just talked about. If you're lucky, give it a week and you're just still doing it. If you're not so, you know, no, if you're lucky, maybe you last a month. If you're not so, it's a day or two, if that. Right. So uh, and that's on a personal level. Sometimes with businesses, I, I've 
um, uh, recently wrote a blog post that we use restaurants as an example during the two years of the pandemic that either they were locked down, couldn't open, no in-store dining, or people didn't want to dine in, in restaurants. Mm -hmm. Well, they were forced to change whether they wanted to or not, or they f changed or they went out of business. So on a, in a business level, sometimes we just, just have to jump in and deal with it. Uh, but on a personal level, I love that book, Willpower Doesn't Work. It is all about the context, the structure that gives us how we show up. And if we want a different set of habits, then we have to create a different environment that creates those habits. Yes, we do. Are we generally focused more on, you think, when we talk about change, changing other people at work instead of changing ourselves? <laughs> I love that. Yes, and really, we can never change other people, right? Yes. We, we can change ourselves, which has people show up differently around us. We can hold people accountable, and especially in businesses. You know, one of my um, focal points when I work with uh, entrepreneurial businesses and their teams is, ha have you set your team up to win? Because most of the time, the team are left guessing what the owner wants. And they're wrong a lot of the time, and it's not really their fault. So have the team been set up to win? Do you have good communication? Do you have, you know, position agreements that are stand? What are the standards of expectation? What's the tasks they're responsible for? Do you, are you giving regular feedback? Are the team set up to win? And then it's holding the team accountable to those standards. People want to feel like everyone wants to feel like they're winning in life. So you know, for, uh, for owners, it's really important that you create that environment for the team to know how to be successful. And then they're given re regular feedback and they're held accountable to that. And that, that's not a negative thing. The whole team in a business is relying on the owner to create the environment to be successful and make sure everyone's fully participating or else it's a negative culture for everybody. Mm -hmm. Quite true. It is important. So, uh, Patty, one more question. Uh, when we hear about a talk about change in business, the most popular term will be resistance to change. <laughs> so what are the most effective techniques today, in 2022, in order to reduce that resistance for teams and for business owner him or herself? Very, very important question. So my, I always start with the vision. And, and the, I've been using the phrase, now is the time to future forward your business. So in the vision, let's take three to five years, right? To create a time frame and really create a vision of what does your business look like in three, you know, let's say three years. In three years time, because we're going through massive change right now. So in three years time, what does your business look like? Who are your customers? What are you delivering for them, to them? What's the value you, they get out of it? What, what's your reputation? How do your customers talk about you? What does your team look like? You know, how, what is it they're doing that they get to be brand ambassadors for your company? So create a really vibrant vision of what your business is. And this is the key to future forwarding your business. If you don't want to be driven by the challenges and the change and what's being forced on you, then have that vision because what happens with a strong vision that pulls you forward, you, you are able to handle the challenges and roadblocks on your path a lot easier because you've changed the context. Rather than being, you know, forcing on you, it's actually 
one uh, Shopify is one of the big tech winners in the last couple of years, and Shopify helps brick and mortar businesses get an online presence. Well, Shopify, the impact of the pandemic was to future forward Shopify's business plan by 10 years because it created a demand that they were trying to push uphill. Mm -hmm. You need to find that in your own business. What's the opportunity in your own business? And that's then the rest of it is you now you're dealing with strategy, involve your team, more collaboration, bring in experts that can help you guide in the path in the path and process. Quite true. That is true. So regarding the strategic planning, I know that many business owners today in 2022 are hesitant or pessimistic thinking about strategic plan for three to five years. And the reason is the uh, experience of 2020 when we had to go to lockdowns and everything changed so drastically. So business owners got pessimistic. Why would I plan if anything can change this rapidly and that you cannot prepare for that? What will be your advice in this case? I think you're absolutely right, Lucy. And we still need to create that vision or else we're at the effect of all the change. Listen, you're the author of your vision. You can change it. You know, there were some, I'm going to use restaurants as another example because it's such a, uh, such an example of an, of an industry that's going through such dramatic change. It was already on point to go through change. That It's almost like the pandemic accelerated and took into crisis the challenges that industry was already dealing with, right? So um, there are restaurant owners that are just not willing to adapt and you've already seen them go out of business or they're hanging on and they'll soon go out of business. But there are examples in every community, you can look at examples of restaurants that have completely shifted how they interact, are they proactive, are they on social media, are they giving people a reason to engage with them, are they building a community, not just waiting for people to walk in their doors, you know, so there is an opportunity in this, and you are the author of your vision, so if circumstances change, you could say, knowing what we know now, would we adjust it, would we change it, but you must have that vision, or else we're at the effect of everything that's going on around us. Yes. Absolutely. So change is always good. That's what I always tell everybody. <laughs> change is always good. Our dear listeners, please go to Patty's website. It's pattymara.com. You can find a link in the description to this episode. Work with her to embrace the change because this is just the must. Anytime, any year, you know, whatever you're in lockdown or you're on the rise. Thank you for joining us today, Patty. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you both, Lucy and Jim. What a joy to be with you today. Well, it's been our pleasure, and we thank you so very much. We can't think of anybody else who would be a great person to work with. You're affable. You have a great deal of knowledge, and I can see what you mean about your 20 years of experience because you know what you're talking about. Thank you. Patrick, before we, before we go, uh, is there any advice, any exercise that you will give our listeners that they can apply to their business to form vision or to prepare for change? Sure. Well, so there's actually um, on the pattymara.com forward slash motivational Monday, we've created um, a podcast resource page for your listeners. And there's an exercise on that. 
on that page called the Touchpoint Scorecard. And the Touchpoint Scorecard is for business owners and teams, because your teams have unique insight based on their role in the business, to go through and identify the touch points in your business and what experience are you creating for your customers? Because that's an essential piece in positioning the value you provide. So that's one piece. And Lucy, I would just add, I personally like to whiteboard or I have these big 11 by 17 pieces of paper. I like to, for a vision, just put everything out there, go into a, like literally a creative dump, involve your team in this. And, and it's almost like you create sections. What are we doing? What's the date? In our minds, we're there. What are we doing? What are we known for? Who are our customers? What's important to them? What does the team look like? What is the reputation? So you create almost buckets and you just, I just go into creative mode and then you can start funneling in and defining what that vision looks like. But it should be emotionally engaging. A vision is something that we're, we've bought into and we're passionate about. And that's the key to having it pull us forward. Absolutely. You know, that's really great advice that was just wonderful, especially as people were expecting themselves with high inflation and so on to go into. Um, but somewhat, I heard this morning on a podcast from uh, Harvard Business Review where they said that how much of it is also equally psychological, okay? So we feed into the scenario somehow that it's gonna be worse than it's ever been before and that all these things are happening to me as opposed to happening for me. Very, very important distinction, Jim. I absolutely agree. If you shift your mindset, even if it feels like it's absolute crisis, if you shift your mindset, it's happening for me, what's the opportunity? I mean, that's almost like the keys to success. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much for your valuable insight and resources for our listeners. Once again, you can find links in the description to this episode. It was Pat Himara from Canada. Thank you for joining us today. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.